0: come forward at this time for our tithes and offerings. I have a couple of scriptures I'd like to share with you. First one is Psalm 96, 2. Sing to the Lord, bless his name. Proclaim good tidings of his salvation from day to day. Also Psalm 47, 6. Sing praises to God. Sing praises. Sing praises to our king sing praises. It is good to praise the Lord. Amen. God is so good, so worthy to be praised. And today we have special guests with us from Warren, Ohio, the Stevens family. They're no strangers to Emmanuel. They've been here multiple times. So we are going to be very blessed today. I want to go ahead and pray for the offering. We also have a couple special prayer requests. Frank and Sandy Walker's da- granddaughter, Ava, she's in the hospital, so please keep her in your prayers. Also, Vivian McPeak, her son, Brian, also needs our prayers, too, for health reasons, so let us pray. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus, and Lord, we thank you that you're mindful of us. You know us. You knew us in our mother's womb, God, and we thank you for that. Lord, we're so blessed that you provide for us. You, you take care of us. You provide for us financially. And you give us so much, Lord, and we want to give back to you. We know that you can do a much better job with our giving than we can. So we trust you. We pray for wisdom, understanding, and discernment as we use this money for the glory of your name, Lord, and to spread the gospel. And we pray for Ava and Brian. You know exactly what they need, Lord. And we thank you for divinely interceding into their situation and restoring their health. We believe by faith that you're doing this right now. And we thank you for it. And uh, we just bless you, God, with this giving. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, without any further ado, the Stevens family from Warren, Ohio.
1: see all you folks in the house of the Lord today. As Brother Ron mentioned, we are the Stevens family, and we are from Warren, all the way from Warren. I know it was a long drive here this morning, but uh, we've been on the road in full-time music ministry now for almost 37 years. Some of you are saying, wow, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, man, he sure doesn't look that old. I hope that's what you're thinking anyway. Uh, The Lord has opened up doors for us to minister in about 35 states, and a few other countries as well, in well over 4,000 concerts. But who's counting? Evidently, I am, right? So, we'll go with the lady on the far right here, this young lady. Wasn't that nice? I called you young. Uh, she's originally from Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania, near Pittsburgh, so we grew up only about an hour away from each other, but we never... Oh. I guess these folks have at least heard of Pennsylvania. That's a good start. Uh, We never had the chance to meet until we drove almost 1,000 miles away to Bible College in Springfield, Missouri. And for two of the four years that she attended Bible College, she majored in Chasing Me. Then she evidently graduated with honors, right? She's a wonderful wife, a wonderful mom, a very gifted speaker, singer, songwriter, Uh, She plays the piano, she plays the flute, and she makes an incredible white chocolate raspberry lemon cheesecake. Make her feel welcome. This is my wife, Tammy. For many years, it was just Tammy and I out on the road together, just the two of us. Then a few years back, the stork stopped on our front porch and dropped off this little bundle of joy. Life hasn't been the same since. Erin is a vital part of our music ministry, both on and off the platform. She's a very effective communicator of the gospel through song, as you've already heard and seen here today. Uh, Erin is also a very talented and a very busy photographer. She has her own business called Photos for Keeps by Erin. If you'd like to check it out, and we're thrilled about the way God uses her through music ministry, obviously, but we're also um, very happy about some of the doors he's opened for her through her photography ministry, as we sometimes call it. Uh, She's had opportunities to go on a couple of missions trips to Uganda, Africa, and serve as a photojournalist with a missions organization there. Then just on a day-to-day basis, she has multiple opportunities to minister to seniors and brides and families and all that kind of thing, so we're proud of you. And See, we were here... The last time we were here was just before the world changed. <laughs> we were here uh, toward the end of February of 2020. No, 2019. No, was it? No, it'd be, it was would it? Be 2020. Oh, okay. Wow, okay. Yeah, that was that was COVID year, I believe. I'm sorry. Did it, did it affect your brain? That you COVID can't brain, the dates yes. Right. <laughs> um, it literally, it's a couple weeks before the country shut down. So, so so much has happened. You know, in all of our lives. Anything happened in your life in that amount of time? Anything new? Yeah. There was that. There's that. Yeah. Since we saw you last, in fact, it was in the COVID year, uh, Aaron got hitched. Give it up. Yeah. (laughs) Finally, Uh, I'm just kidding. Um, You know, Aaron had looked all over the world, literally even in other countries to find just the right man. And she found him across town in Levittsburg. Do you believe that? Just a few minutes from our house. Uh, We love Jacob. He's a wonderful young man. He loves the Lord with all his heart. That's really important, right? Also, it's pretty good that he loves our daughter with all his heart. That works out well. But the icing on the cake is that he loves our dog with all his heart as well. That was part of that. That would have been a deal breaker. I think it would have been, right? Uh, So there's not much else to say today except welcome Mrs. Aaron Ozanich. (laughs)
2: Well, I truly believe I got the better end of the deal when I slowed down long enough at Bible school to allow him to catch me. That is the accurate story, and I'm so blessed that God has allowed us to be together in marriage and ministry and music. I got myself a really talented one. He's a great singer. He's a pianist. He's a songwriter. He's also our producer and arranger. In fact, uh, he's responsible for all the beautiful arrangements you'll be hearing this morning. Uh, He is truly the one who leads us. He's the head of our family, and uh, he guides us down the road, keeps us laughing during the many miles that we travel, and he's quite gracious and patient as he puts up with an awful lot of estrogen in his life. But uh, we're thankful for him. Please welcome my husband, Rich. (laughs)
1: Thankful for the blood of Jesus today. Let's hear a big, enthusiastic amen. Not bad. To the faint, he giveth power through the mind.
3: But can make the violence synergy i mm-hmm.
4: 20 something year old church kid, (laughs) it is safe to say that I did indeed grow up in church all my life. And I am so thankful for the godly home I was raised in, for the heritage that was passed on to me, and to be involved in ministry at such a young age. But you know, as time went on, I got older and I entered my teens. Well, I had a few years where I got kind of distracted, distracted from the call of God on my life. And I can honestly say, standing before you here today, that if it wasn't for the grace of God and for these praying parents, I don't know where I'd be today. My life is truly one of redemption. I found out at that point when Jesus was all that I had, he truly became all that I needed. You know, there is a story in the Old Testament that reminds me a lot of my own. You can find it in Exodus. And this story is about a servant. Now this guy, he had two choices to make. He was either gonna stay and serve his master all of his life, or he was gonna go off into the world and do his own thing. Well, that servant decided to stay and serve because he wanted to. And all of us here as servants of the Most High God, we have that same question to ask ourselves. So friends, remember, we don't serve Jesus because we have to. We serve him because we want to. Amen?
1: song and Aaron's testimony put me in mind of a a really old, old song that unfortunately was a brand new song when I was a little kid. (laughs) So that math didn't work out very well in my favor, did it? Um, Maybe you know this. If you know the song, I would suggest that you are probably, you are probably, well, what can we say? Seasoned as well.
2: That's very kind.
5: I will serve thee.
3: When we
1: So, and I remember at almost every service they would give an opportunity for people to share a prayer request. You know the drill, they would open the floor, and people would raise their hand and share the need on their heart. And then at the conclusion of that, many times they would say something like this Is there anyone here today with an unspoken request? Remember that? And so many people would raise their hands, and as a kid, I looked at that, and I kind of thought to myself, well, what's up with that? An unspoken request, that's kind of odd. Until a few years back when I had a couple of my own. Now I get it. Sometimes we have a need on our heart that's just so personal that we just can't voice it publicly. And maybe that's you here today. If so, we wrote this next song just for you. And if we see you raise your hand while we're singing this song, we will know to keep you in prayer as this song is drawing to a close. This is just called "Special Unspoken Request.") <laughs> But sometimes your story is one you can't share. As brothers and sisters, we've all been there before. So together we'll pray. That's what matters. can all feel it too, but the reason we're praying is between God and you, is that you here today? By your raised hand, we acknowledge your need, as you're facing this trial. share a song with you that's called a camp meeting style song what that means is on the verses we are relatively singing the same thing yes. and on the course we go in completely different direction and it's every man for himself hey. or woman yes. i say man because i'm usually the one that messes this up true. This is true. Yeah. we hadn't sung this song in a long time and we thought we'd give this a try a couple weeks back and yes. There were two different times it did not go well at all.
2: I knew my part. did you know your part? I knew
4: my okay. part okay uh,
1: well, I knew my part I just didn 't sing my part. <laughs> uh, this is called it 's just like heaven. <laughs>
2: Thank you for coming have a great day (laughs) we've been in a few places that have like sing it again and we're like no you sing it again (laughs) we have done it a couple times Uh usually by the second time we've really got it down you know so not bad rich you did fine just fine (laughs) well I wanted to take a moment to share with you um If I didn't, the last time we were here, about an amazing opportunity that the Lord opened up for our our family back in 2019. Uh, But before I do that, just to give you a little bit of the backstory um, I'm 100% Romanian. Uh, Both sets of my parents, uh, my grandparents, excuse me, uh, grew up in Romania and came uh, to the western part of Pennsylvania in the early 1900s. And as a child growing up, I was always very much aware of my Romanian heritage, always very proud of it, but never dreamed that the Lord would open a door for our family to be able to travel to Romania. But he did just that for us, and we went to Romania in May of 2019 and spent a glorious month living among the Romanian people and ministering to them. We sang 19 times during the course of a month, crisscrossed the country in all different settings, and just had amazing opportunities. And as you can imagine, we left a piece of our hearts there, and they would love for us to come back. And we are praying for the Lord to open that door again for us to be able to return to be honest with you in the years that have followed since we have come home from Romania um, my perspective of the trip has really deepened and I keep coming back to the word legacy as I think about the trip I was able to stand in the street of the town that my grandmother grew up in now you can imagine that was a very full circle moment for me And as I contemplated my grandmother's life all those years ago, back in the 1800s, as she was growing up on the streets of Capuchumic, near Cluj, in the country of Romania, she had no idea about the word legacy. She wasn't thinking about what her legacy was going to be, what she was going to leave behind. She had no idea that she would meet my grandfather and that he would whisk her away from the country that they loved to a brand new place here in America, and they would live and settle in Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania, and raise their family. And grandpa had no idea that one day as he was standing outside of his home that a gentleman would stop by and ask if he could talk with him for a few moments. And pretty soon that man made it evident that he was there to witness to my grandfather. And he told my granddad about Jesus and opened up the scriptures and told him about the good news of the gospel. And right there in that moment... Everything changed in the legacy of my grandparents because my grandfather said yes to Jesus. And then he went into the house and he grabbed grandma and all of the children, including my mother, and he said, we all need to serve Jesus now. We all need to give our lives to the Lord. They had no idea, even then in that moment, what that one decision would do, the ripple effect that would flow through their family. And more specifically, how it would flow through my family. My mother gave her heart to Jesus, served him. She married my daddy. And together, they made the vow that as for us, our household, we will serve the Lord. And they made sure that my brother and I were in church all the time. We didn't get to miss church unless we were throwing up or bleeding, all right? We were there Sunday morning, Sunday school, church, Sunday night, Wednesday night, youth group, revival meetings. We were always the first ones there and the last ones to leave, I remember this year, writing in my Mother's Mother's Day card, I said, Mom, you had no idea about legacy when you were just growing up as a child, but the decision that you made, the decision that you and Daddy made to serve the Lord and to instill in us a love for Jesus and for ministry has flowed through and now is touching the next generation, our daughter, her husband. And as we go out and minister and we sing to families and folks just like you, we have no idea the ripple effect of our legacy and what we will leave behind because we made the decision to serve Jesus. And I say all that this morning to say to you, what will you leave behind? What is the legacy that you are building now? Are you passing along a godly heritage to your children, to your grandchildren? Are you making a change in somebody's life every day by sharing Jesus, making a decision to serve him no matter what. Like Aaron sang, I'll serve you forever. Will you think about that this morning? What will be the legacy that we will leave behind? when it comes to our relationship with Jesus Christ. As our family was in Romania, we wanted to honor the Romanian people by singing a song in their language, and so we learned this hymn and uh, just a verse and a chorus. I'll sing it first uh, in English, in case you don't know it, and then we'll sing a verse and a chorus uh, in Romanian.
3: The
6: promises of God, the promises of God, the promises of God,
3: the promises of God.
6: Standing on the promises of Christ my King, through eternal ages let His praises ring the highest I will shout See where Christ
3: Christ aches free. free. of
1: share a brand new song with you today. Let me start by saying that we, the Stevens family, we are very patriotic. Can I get an amen today? We love this country, and we love the principles that she was founded upon. But as most of us know here today, our country is changing very rapidly, not for the better. Freedom's that we more or less took for granted, are slowly slipping away. And lifestyles and behaviors that were once shunned and not talked about are now celebrated and promoted, even amongst our children. That's the bad news. The good news is, no matter how much I love the United States of America, we, Are citizens of heaven. Amen. Amen. I love this country. My dad fought in World War II. My uncle died in World War II. Tammy's father was a serviceman as well. We love and respect this country, but our hope is not in the United States. Our hope is not in this government what happens in Washington, D.C. Our hope is not in who sits in the Oval Office. Our hope is not in this world, but in the one who created this world. Amen. Our hope is in Christ.
2: Praise the Lord. What a joyful message this day. Our hope is in Christ. Doesn't that encourage your souls today? Amen. We certainly do need hope, and I'm so thankful that we can find it in Jesus Christ. I have to admit to you this morning, I've come to the service excited about being with you and joyful about the message that we have to share, but just a little heavy in my heart. As we look across the landscape of our world it's easy to become discouraged will you agree with me today rich shared so many reasons for that and yesterday uh, rich mentioned that erin is a photographer and uh, she shot a wedding yesterday and i'm her assistant and so we spent nine hours with some very sweet people very kind people but it doesn't take too long to realize people who absolutely have no relationship with jesus whatsoever And so the whole day for nine hours, the two of us, as we did our job and and did our best to, to be the hands and feet of Jesus, yet there was just such a heaviness in our heart because, in fact, one moment I looked at Aaron and I said, we get to go and be with the people of God tomorrow at Emmanuel. But yet these are the people here that we're mingling with that need Jesus so desperately. Of course, we couldn't just stop everything and start sharing the gospel. We just tried to be kind and compassionate and to pray and to ask the Lord to use us. But when you look around at that kind of a setting that is so godless, so much, frankly, debauchery that happens at, at weddings like this, and the, the endless drinking that started early in the morning and went all into the night, and even even the, the dance time. I have nothing against having a good time, but I was listening to some of the music they played some good stuff but some of the music the lyrics friends would have made my father blush back in his days when he was in the Navy <laughs> and didn't know the Lord back then and I watched people in their teens and their 20s and 30s even adult older people they were singing every single word obscenities were just flowing with laughter and it, and it just broke my heart because I recognize the desensitization that has happened as people just fill their hearts and their minds and their ears with these kinds of messages over and over again. And then, of course, what has just transpired in our nation with the, the decision by the Supreme Court—doesn't it just break your heart that people are actually angry that babies are not just going to be able to be killed, as far as being, you know, mandated from the from the national government. It's all going down to the states. But doesn't that break your heart? Instead of of rejoicing that more lives are going to be saved, people are angry. And I'm sure you've seen it on social media in the last couple of days. It shows you just how far we've fallen and how desperately our nation and the world needs Jesus. I've been drawn back to a book in the Bible. It's called A Minor Prophet. I think it's only three chapters long, but it's the book of Habakkuk. Habakkuk is this man's dialogue with God, basically saying, Lord, how can you allow all of this evil to continue in the world? Where are you at in the midst of all of this? At one point, as he looks out on the landscape of his life, it was pretty bleak. And he said to the Lord, we don't have any figs. There's no olives. There's no grapes. There's no sheep in the pens. There's no cattle. Lord, it looks like hope is lost. But can I tell you in the midst of of his world at that time. Can I share with you what his conclusion was? Would you like to hear what he said in spite of it all? Yet, I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God my Savior. The Sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer and enables me to tread on the mountain heights. That was the conclusion that he came to Even after everything negative that he was facing. And can I say this morning that we can be that same person in spite of what we see and in spite of the great need all around us? Friends, this is not the time for the church to cower and to run away in discouragement and to kind of throw up our hands and say, I quit. There's nothing I can do. What difference can I make? But instead, this is the time for the church to be the church. And to go forth with our hope in Christ. Because you see, he's not just our hope. He's the only hope that this world has. That's all they have. And we're the ones to get the message to them. Is there anybody here this morning that will agree with me and say, that's right, that's right. You know, I'm going to ask you to do something different this morning. Would you just stand to your feet? And if you feel comfortable, would you lift a hand, maybe two hands? Will you just reaffirm first of all your commitment to Jesus Christ Lord I'm going to serve you no matter what just like we sang even in spite of the needs and the difficulties that I'm facing personally my own personal unspoken request but then as we lift our hands would we just just say Lord Jesus you are our hope today now help us to turn around and be the hope for somebody else to share the good news that you are the only way to salvation. Let's just lift our voices today. Jesus, we love you. And we recognize that you are our hope. And we don't put our hope in this nation, not in this world, not in our government. We put our hope in you. You have redeemed us. You have given us abundant life here on this earth. And we are promised eternal life with you to come. So Lord, let us be joyful. And even though at times we feel like Habakkuk, that everything that we see is negative, may we Reaffirm our commitment to serve you, and in spite of what we see, to say, I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God, my Savior. Lord, you promised to give us strength to tread the heights, to go to those hard places, and to be victorious. So help us to be the church. Reaffirm to us again that you are all we need. And when we leave today and in the days and weeks to come, use us to be the hands and feet of Jesus. May we shine brightly in this dark world and may people be drawn to Jesus as he sees you at work in our lives. We commit to being your people today and we ask this in Jesus' name, our hope. And everybody said amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise his name. Let's give him a, a, a just a clap of praise this morning. We love you, Jesus, and we bless your name. Hallelujah. You may be seated. God bless you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much for making us feel welcome here today. And we're enjoying our time with you uh, this beautiful Sunday morning. Uh, Pastor Ron's going to be coming in just a moment to to receive a love offering for our ministry. And I just, I wanted just to say thank you in advance for your giving. Um, COVID has changed so much in our world. And I know all of you probably have COVID stories and and things that have changed in your life because of it. Uh, COVID has definitely affected ministries like ours. And uh, we used to sing 110, 120 concerts a year. And that has been cut severely because of, of what has happened in the church. Many churches have closed down or shut down their Sunday night services. And so for us to continue in ministry, we rely on God's faithfulness, and he has been so faithful. But he uses wonderful folks like you who are willing to see the the value of our family's ministry and to take a step and make an investment in us today. So as you do that unto the Lord, we pray that God would multiply that back to you many times and bless you abundantly. Brother Ron.
0: How many are enjoying today's word and music ministry by the Stevens family? Oh, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, Emmanuel has always been very generous giving to missionaries, and I would consider this family musical missionaries as they travel across the United States and even into other parts of the world. So just uh, we want to be generous as we take this love offering and help support them as God is moving them with the message of hope and encouragement, and even today as we as we look around, as Rich alluded to, we're just passing through. This is not our home. And, and Tammy talked about things that are happening in this world. And I want to share a scripture with you that applies to us and also them. It comes from Philippians 4.19. And my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory. And we want to be part of the supply chain that God is using to help Finance their missionary journey is when doing what they do, and as we in, in, go further in the days to come, have no fear, right God is with us, He will never leave us nor forsake us, so don 't worry about anything. He will supply all of your needs that 's his promise that 's what he says. so keep your eyes on him, and they will all work out that 's what roman eight twenty eight says it will all work out for all those that are called according to his purpose so At this time, if we could have the ushers come forward to receive this love offering. If you're going to make out a check, make it out to Emmanuel, and it will be given to them. It will be transferred to them. So we thank you very much for your generosity today, and we thank you for the, the Stevens family and what they're doing and the mission that God has for them. Father, we thank you. We thank you that we have hope. We have encouragement each and every day. You're with us. You'll never leave us nor forsake us. We want to say that with our, our finances, God, as we give today to the missionary, the mission of the, the Stevens family, God, the, the musical missionaries that they do. And they, they, they preach, they, they sing, and what a very talented family you have risen up, God, for such a time as this. We thank you for what their, their, their future holds, Lord. We thank you for what you have for them. Thank you, Jesus, for what you did for us on the cross. You, you paid it all. You took our sin debt past, present, and future. We love you. Help us, God, in the days to come. And we thank you for this love offering that blesses you and blesses the Stevens family. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
4: Thank you all so very much. Very quickly, I'd like to let you know what is available to you at our ministry product table at the end of the service. You know, so much of what we're talking about today is just about these unchanging Um, These changing times that we are in, the uncertainty that we live in. And I know that we all here have people in our lives that are dealing with things like discouragement, fear, anxiety, and depression. And our family believes that the word of God through song, that in Christian music, it can touch a heart and encourage sometimes more than even the spoken word can. So if you know of someone in your life that desperately needs some encouragement, pick up a CD for them and I know you will make their week. I'm going to do a quick run through to let you know what is back there. This is our lullaby CD called Soothing Songs for Little Lambs, 10 original Bible-based lullabies that my parents wrote. So if you know of a mama who is expecting or she just needs to get her kiddos to sleep, pick up one, pick up two, and she will definitely thank you. My dad has two volumes of his quiet keyboard CDs. Great to have on in the background during your prayer time. Do you love um, the old songs of the church in the hymns? There's a wide variety on there. For you to enjoy. And here I want to tell you about two CDs. Uh, This is our uh, hymn CD. Uh, It's to this day one of our most requested albums, as well as these are our classics as well. So they kind of go hand in hand, and we have shared several with you today. Songs like Standing on the Promises, yes, I know, you'll find them there. And if you need to be thinking some cool thoughts in these crazy fast summer temps that we are dealing with, you can pick up our Christmas CD and be well ahead of things for Christmas of 2022. Nobody wants to hear that right now. Okay, well, it's my favorite CD, so there. (laughs) And if you are enjoying the original songs that we're sharing with you today, you will find so many of them between these two CDs, songs like My Solo, I'll Serve You Forever, Dad's Song, Special Unspoken Request, and many more. Today, we are running a special. If you come back and pick up any three CDs, any three CDs of your choosing, it is just $20. Any three CDs for just a $20 donation. But you know what I'm thinking? These people, some of them probably don't even have a CD player in their car anymore. They might not even have a CD player in their computer. How are they going to listen to us? Well, we are your problem solvers here today. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what I like to call The Stevens Family Collection, ta-da. On here, on our USB flash drive, you will find 110 Stevens Family songs that span over nine different albums. This is the whole collection, folks. If you plug this into your computer, transfer it over to your phone, or plug us into your car, you literally can take us with you anywhere you wanna go. Typically, our USB flash drives are $50, but I'm gonna do something a little crazy today. So, actually, this is my birthday month. I just turned, it's my month. I, it, I was going to say I turned 20-something. But, you know, anyway, my birthday was a few days ago, so I'm going to do something crazy. As I said, these are typically $50 just for this month only and for today. They are 50% off. For just $25, you will get the full Stevens family collection. Happy birthday from me. <laughs> If you like to sing in church and like some of our soundtracks to back you up, we have two volumes. We can tell you all about that back at the table. And we still have our Anybody Got Joy t shirts, but they are back better than ever in bright, bold, beautiful colors just in time for summer. Uh, They come in kiddo sizes and they come in adult sizes. Uh, They start at just $15. We take cash, credit card, and checks. And, friends, can I just say, I know that we all are living in a download and streaming music world now. But can I just say from our hearts to yours that when you come back and you invest in our family's music, uh, you are just making such a difference and being able to keep us on the road so we can continue to do what the Lord has called us to do. We thank you so very much. If you'd like to keep up with all of our travels, you can follow us at Stevens Family Music. That is Stevens Family Music over on Facebook. And we can't wait to to connect with you after the service today. Thanks so much. Just two more songs this
2: morning. Is that okay? Can you hang in there for two more? Good. you don't know that song it's a very old hymn I think it originated in the Nazarene hymn book maybe am I right about that but um, I don't know if you maybe caught the words of the verse that I sang it says feeding on the husks around me till my strength was almost gone my soul longed for something better but I just kept on hungry that verse is a retelling in a very succinct way of of the story of the prodigal son we all know his story he had it all everything that he could have ever needed. All his needs were supplied for by a loving father. And then one day he just decided that he knew better. He'd lost his patience following the rules, doing things his dad's way. And so he demanded his inheritance and he took off because he was going to live life the way he wanted. And it was going to be so much better than what he'd had in the past. He did have fun for a while. The Bible even says there's pleasure in sin for a season. But boy... When you taste of the world, you end up hungrier and thirstier than when you started. And that's exactly the picture of his life. And you know where he ended up in? He was penniless, friendless, sitting in the middle of a pig pen, just longing to eat some of the husks from the leftovers of the pigs. See, the enemy doesn't want anybody to know where you end up when you taste of his pleasures. If everybody saw the end, they would probably never go there. But that's where he ended up. Now, the story could have ended there. You know, he just stayed there and starved and eventually died. But something happened. He came to his senses, the Bible says. And he remembered what it was like in his father's house. And there's one word I think that encapsulates the attitude of this arrogant, prideful young man at that moment. And that word is humble. He got real humble real quick. And he thought to himself, if I just go back to my father, maybe I could at least be a slave. The servants have it better off than I do right now. I will go back to my father. And we know the story that his father had been standing there waiting for him day after day after day after day. Embraced him and all of his filth and the stench that was on him called for a beautiful robe to be put on him. His life was transformed in that moment because of the unconditional love of his earthly father. Friends, can I say that as great as that love was, it can't even compare to the love of our heavenly father. And he is waiting with open arms for anyone here today or anybody who's listening via the live stream. He's waiting for you today to just make a choice to humble yourself in the midst of your own personal pig pen and to say, Lord, I have blown it royally. Trying to live life on my own has gotten me nowhere. But I know that if I humble myself and admit that I am so needy, that you will rescue me. God the Father has already provided the way for our rescue through the gift of his precious son, Jesus Christ, who died upon a cruel cross in my place and in your place, took our sins on himself, so that we could become the righteousness of God. And friends, do you know where it starts for each of us? It starts by getting humble and admitting that we are needy and then confessing our sins and inviting Jesus to be the Lord of our lives. Can I just ask you to bow your heads for a moment as the service is drawing to a close? And if you're watching via live stream, just very simply, you know your own heart, you know your own life and what condition you are in today. If you are not following Jesus, if you have not surrendered your life or maybe you walked away from him a long time ago and today you're sitting in your own personal pig pen and you realize I need a savior. Today is your day and we would love to pray with you. So very simply, our heads are bowed. No one's looking around. You'd slip up a hand right now and say, oh, Tammy, that was a great description of my life right now. But I want to humble myself today and invite Jesus to be the Lord of my life. Would you pray with me? I've got to change. And I know that I can't clean myself up. I need a savior. I need to be covered by his blood today. Is there anybody at all? I need Jesus today. Yes, thank you so much. I need a savior. I need a savior today. Very simply, I'm just going to pray a prayer. There's no magic prayer or certain words to put in certain orders to get you to heaven. It's just humbling yourself and having faith in your heart. So you pray in your own way. And if you're watching via live stream, Would you just pray in your own way and invite Jesus right now to be the Lord of your life? Would you just say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you truly are the Son of God and the Savior of the world, but today I realize I'm in need of a Savior. I'm a sinner. I am lost, and I can't go on like this anymore. Jesus, I have sinned and done things that have broken your heart, but I know that as I come and confess those sins today, and ask for your forgiveness, that you will cleanse me and make me clean, make me a brand new creation. So I receive this gift of salvation today. I invite you to rule and reign on the throne of my heart and give me the strength from today forward to live for you and to serve you with all of my heart. I receive you as my savior today. In Jesus name I pray. Amen. If you prayed that prayer this morning, if you prayed along with us, if you're watching today, we rejoice and welcome you into the family of God. And can I just say that the best way for you to grow in your walk with the Lord is to get with Christian people. In fact, before you leave today, if you made that decision, will you get a hold of somebody? Come and talk with Pastor Ron or even one of us, and just say, hey, I prayed that prayer. What's next? And we'd like to encourage you and help you to grow uh, in your walk with the Lord. Well, thank you again for allowing us to share. We're always so happy to be here with you folks at Emmanuel. And we're just going to close with a song that pretty much just reinforces everything that we've talked about today. There's still wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. Jesus is still changing lives. Praise His wonderful name.
6: i hey.
0: truly blessed today amen. amen powerful presentation of the gospel of jesus christ and and like tammy was saying everybody needs it the people at the wedding they worked at they especially need it but it's great for us to hear it and just uh, re- replenish our souls and and our faith and we are so blessed and so thankful that god is so creative in the many ways he brings the gospel of jesus christ one more round of applause for the stevens family all right Father, we thank you for today. What a blessing it has been for us to to hear the word, to hear it in music, wonderful song. And we pray for the Stevens family as they continue on their journey. We pray that you'll protect them and provide for them like you have through 4,000 concerts and it's still growing, God. Use them for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen. Well, don't forget about next Sunday, our picnic right after service, and you are dismissed. Be blessed and have a great day.